I can't believe our next guest on the country could ever be muzzled. Her husband gave up uh, years ago. Uh, But this morning, Jane Smith, North Otago farmer, texted me with the following message. She said, Jamie, I've had phone calls from farmers since you and Hamish Maher, in brackets, good bugger, and a mate of mine, by the way, spoke about troublemakers in the industry. I was told two years ago by a sector leader that I would get a prominent role in the industry if I would just quieten down and not be so outspoken on behalf of farmers. I said, great. And since that day, I've amped up my efforts instead of quietening down. This is the issue with New Zealand and trade deals and advocacy. The impotent be seen and not heard mantra is destroying New Zealand. You wouldn't believe how many phone calls I get from politicians and corporates saying, I really support you, Jane, but don't tell anyone I support you. Jane, you've opened a hornet's nest here. Good afternoon. Good afternoon, Jamie. And, um, yeah, no, I, mean, I find it really uh, frustrating and interesting because, I mean, from that moment onwards, of course, I, I, I did say great. I thought all I want to do is be a good farmer and a good community person and build a strong, resilient, um, I guess, country, but, but, but from the provinces upwards. And, um, and that, to me, was an indication of really what is going on behind the scenes and, and very concerning, Jamie. Um, and one of the words in there was impotent. <laughs> and, you know, we will talk about a trade, that trade deal um, shortly. But, you know, to be castigated for sticking up for um, our farmers is, um, is I think, un- unacceptable. And I think... Um, if everyone was very clear on on who they who they're standing up for and who they're fighting for, um, it is concerning that there are some, I guess, wolves in sheep's clothing. No offence to sheep um, in our industry, and I and I think um, I often look strangely enough um, with some envy at Greenpeace and some of the unions, unbelievably, um, because they know who their followers are, they know what they stand for, they're very clear in their stance, and um, and you know they, they, they front foot everything. Um, um, they're of course very well funded as well, but but the point is here: um, if we don't stick up for ourselves, um, who no one else is going to do it for us. And I guess that's the thing that drives me. Um, I always think: am I doing the right thing for the future of farming and the future of our? Hey, are you suggesting you use the word uh, impotent? Are you suggesting your old mate Hamish Maher, who I think you used to work with at Ravensdown, is impotent? Is he a Labour lackey? I asked that to Hamish. She said, "No, he's not." But no. obviously, you don't get a job like his if you're not towing the line somewhat. Oh, definitely not, Jamie. And Hamish is, as I said, a really good bugger. And and the thing I do like about um, the trading boy um, position is uh, they are real life farmers that do that. And I think he'll do a very, very good job. But you know, to hear Damien O'Connor say um, something along the lines of, and this was a few months ago, even before he signed this deal, it's fair to say that no one likes it, so we must have got it about right. Um, you know, and it's not so much the deal that concerns me, it's actually those sanctions um, that we've signed ourselves up for in terms of environmental standards. I mean, very clever on the EU's part and of course Nestle um, and O'Connor has said this um, basically are, are, I, I guess uh, manufacturing exactly um, the, the type of environmental regulations um, that they want and want us to um, want us to line up and, and do and, and they are really calling the shots and that's why we've seen the debacle with our methane mist etc but I guess it concerns me when I have um, journalists and scientists and um, head of companies contacted me behind the scenes saying, you're absolutely right about the methane debacle, but I cannot come out and say that. Um, so I agree with you, but don't tell anyone. And so you know, that's pretty soul-destroying for farmers to know that we are being the whipping boy um, for um, sort of these unrealistic Okay, come on, Jane. Come on, Jane. Name and shame. Who are the politicians who are cuddling up to you behind closed doors? 
Oh, I definitely wouldn't be I wouldn't be doing that, Jamie. Um, but again, I need to be professional about this. And again, no one's paying me, and, and I don't have a job title um, at all. And I, and I guess it's hard not to get frustrated when you see days like two days ago when um, the flight radar, for example, um, showed that there was over 134,000 commercial flights around the world burning fossil fuels. Now, this was celebrated. There was comments coming through from people around the world saying this is amazing, fantastic to see this many flights around the world. And the same day, the same there was headlines that, that said ruminant animals that are producing biogenic, natural biogenic methane must must be punished for their <laughs> irresponsible ruminating behaviour, Jamie. I mean, this this is a bizarre sort of hypocrisy that's going on. And every time we're signing ourselves up to um, trade deals that, that, that really um, are signing up to more than just the trade deal at face value, other things that we are going to be um, held to account in perpetuity for, we are actually hurting um, our own economy, our own communities, and um, socially and economically. And I guess that's a frustrating thing, Jamie, when when somehow the green movement, and, and you know, strong as they are, seem to think the poorer that we are, the greener we're going to be, when in fact it's the opposite. So I think as a sector we need to start standing up for ourselves. And, we're, and I congratulate those people, like South and Federated Farmers at the moment, they're doing a very, very good job, and they should be supported in that because, um, again, if we're not going to stick up for ourselves, no one else. All will. right, Jane. Jane, I'm going to have to cut you off here. I'm running out of time, but spoken like a true groundswell pin-up girl, you know I'm only jesting when I say that. But talking about pin-up girls or pin-up people, to be correct, for agriculture, just a quick final word on Emma Paul. What an yes. inspiration she is. There's a future oh. leader of our industry. Absolutely, Jamie. Just as all of the young farmers of the year have been, and um, and including, um, I really love the story with the Macaray twins um, winning the young, the, the junior young farmer of the year. I mean, they're just an inspiration. So I think male or female, all of those young people, including, um, you see some of the great um, guns that are coming through. For example, the growing future farmers concept. And there's some innovative young people, and and that again, that is, I guess, what drives myself and other people to fight for a future for our sector, just as our forefathers did, um, because it's these young people that that you know let's have less time towing the government line and more time innovating and um, and and being inspired by these young people, Jamie. Right, Jane, I'm going to have to do what the industry sector leaders couldn't do. I'm going to have to muzzle you. Goodbye. Thanks, Jamie.